Welcome to On The Penalty Spot with Dave and Luke, Season 3, Episode 2. Um, I'm going to start off, I'm not even going to ask how you are. I'm just going to do a big shout out to Newcastle um, for beating Leicester 4-2. I did predict a 4-1 win. <laughs> uh, yeah, you predicted a 4-1 scoreline, I'll say that. You did. Yeah, and um, great three points, and, and that's the end of our um, episode. It was great. It was a good episode, and the Wanderers 5-0 as well. Yeah, yeah, 9-2, aggregate. It's a good weekend. Not bad. How you been? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Pretty good. Busy weekend. Busy weekend. But, mate, a lot of football to talk about. It's been a while. Um, a little bit of housekeeping. After our last episode, we put up a photo of um, Genoa, uh, the football team, um, doing the old sliding and saying that we're back. But we failed to acknowledge that Goran Pandev was the first player from North Macedonia to score 100 goals in the top, one of the top five leagues in Europe. So to my mate at work, Mick, who's Macedonian, I do apologise. It's a fantastic achievement, and he's an absolute legend at 37. So I'm going to get that out of the way. You can tell your mate and um, your mate at work that I saw Goran Pandev score an absolute cracking free kick live once in um, the Milan derby. There you go. He's he, he's listening. I know he yeah. is. So there you cheers, go. cheers, all the Macedonians out there, all, the, <laughs> all our Macedonian subscribers. There's a few in um, Skopje, which is the cap capital. So I'm sure we have a few fans there. But well, got to share. There's only one way, and that's to share the love. That's it. And uh, have you been, mate? It was good to see you on the weekend. Mate, it's great to see you on the weekend. Only a couple of days ago for my daughter's first birthday. I've been great. Um, first. Well, first birthday in a long time. Fourth birthday, sorry. Fourth yeah, it's birthday. the first birthday since last year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but first, first party in a while. Uh, well, probably a first party she'll remember. Yeah, 19 um, of us there. It was good. Yeah, just 19. And 20 including her, yeah. Yep. yep that's yep. good. Well um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, mate, it'd be good. But a lot of talking points. It's been, been an interesting week in football. Um, you know, there's... Champions League finals been decided. Um, we, we kind of, you know, it's, it's been, I wouldn't say a long time between episodes. It's a couple of cups of coffee between episodes, cups of tea for yourself. Okay, thank you. Um, but, mate, yeah, there's a lot to chat about. We've got Champions League, chat about Europa. We've got um, Premier League, how the, I wouldn't say the title race is looking, but everything's much, much clearer at the moment. Um, a couple of slip-ups. Um, Serie A's done. La Liga's incredibly tight. Um, and then... We'll speak about Germany and France a bit later on. But, mate, but Champions League, we start with Champions League, all English final, um, Man City-Chelsea. Um, we've discussed this. We want Man City to win. Why do you want Man City to win? I th- I just like to see... I, I prefer the style of play, uh, Man City. And I, I like Guardiola, a big Phil Foden fan. I'd like to see Sergio Aguero leave on a high as well. I know he sort of tainted himself a little bit uh, the other day with the attempted Penenka. Uh, there's a time and a place... And- one nil up against Chelsea is not the time or the place to do that. Um, but, you know, he's been probably the most, well, aside from this season, he's only scored two goals. He's probably been the most consistent striker in the last decade in the Premier League. And I just like to see him win. Um, nothing, no, nothing against Chelsea. You know, they've um, improved leaps and bounds under Thomas Tuchel. And he's won the last two times they've played against Guardiola. So you could argue that Chelsea might actually be the favourites as well, yeah. especially the, the way they're playing. Um I don't know. It's going to be an interesting game. You know, we had the dress rehearsal last weekend. Um, yeah, was it really? Like, Havertz didn't play, Zoch didn't play. Um, Bruyne didn't play. There was a, yeah, yeah, there was a few there's, players out. There's, there's quite a few players out. Um, but Chelsea, I, Chelsea have only conceded five goals in 23 games. Yeah, that's because they have... Um, if you take away the West Brom game, the five five that conceded against West Brom, they kept 18 clean sheets in 25 games under Thomas Tuchel. That's... Crazy, it's that's crazy because stat. they have Peter checking goals that looks like Mendy. 
Um, <laughs> Peter Jack. Incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Mate, I'm the same with you. I want City to win. I want City to win for pretty much the exact same reasons as yourself, Aguero. On the flip side, look, I, I wouldn't begrudge a Chelsea victory. I know Thiago Silva's. I'm a big fan of Thiago Silva. Um, and he didn't really get a chance to do anything at PSG. Did a lot at Milan. Um, but yeah, mate, I'd like, to, I'd like to see City win and Gray as a missed penalty. That that actually would have equaled the um, record for the most goals scored for one club. Same as go. same as Wayne Rooney. Ah, good stat. So he's got uh, three games to rectify rectify that. Does he start in the Champions League final, or do you start Jesus, or do you play with no striker? Mm, I think Guardiola is going to play with no striker. I think he'll play with um, his, his front three of De Bruyne, um, Foden, and Mahrez. Um, that seems to, to, to work really, really well for him. Mahrez is scoring. De Bruyne is always great for an assist, and, and Foden's, um, Foden's the first player in Man City to score double figures and assist in double figures this season. It's crazy, isn't it? He's yeah. just a kid. Yeah, Absolutely we, phenomenal talent. But we spoke about him in previous episodes where this was the year that he needed to, I wouldn't say that he needed to come out and perform. It's that he needed to be given a chance by the Man City setup. Otherwise it'll be done and dusted. Guardiola has been grooming him for a while. I mean, there was a reason he didn't go out on loan. Guardiola's like, he's going to learn more staying in the Man City system. Guardiola knew the succession plan. As soon as David Silva would retire, Foden would just step in. He knew it would be seamless. But you're going, uh, and it has you, been. You're going to learn more when you're training with Aguero. <laughs> De Bruyne, Vincent Company at the time, um, Fernandinho, uh, these type of players, you're going to learn a lot more than going out to, you know, playing for Rotherham. No offense to Rotherham, who's done yeah. quite well this season. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about loans a bit later, though. But yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. There's so, a time and a place. Um, Champions League final, I, I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. But I know that they're trying to lobby to get it away from Turkey and they're trying to move it to the UK. Yeah. Um, I did read that Wembley. That but something's happened. Like Villa, Villa want it. I think just put yeah. it put it somewhere in England. It makes sense. Well, Turkey's on the the red flag list for the UK, so it doesn't make any sense to have a, you know the Champions League final, an all English final in Turkey. Um, Wembley wants to host it, and the EFL have said that they'll relocate or reschedule their Champions League playoff final because there's sort of a, a clash between those two fixtures. Yeah, so. the championship final would be great. I'd love to see Brentford go up. I'm still barricading for them. <laughs> it's been 12 months. We're still hoping yeah. they go up. Anyone but Swansea. Yeah. Anyone oh, but Swansea. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, though. It's, uh, I love the playoffs. It's um, great as a neutral. Yep. Uh, but be looking for the Champions League. last Champions League final was we watched together and um, Noya pulled off that cracking save oh, did. from Neymar and they, they went on to win one. They were speaking about, we'll, we'll touch base with, um, we'll touch base on um, Bone a bit later on, but um, the, just the stats of Kingsley Coman and how many titles he's won in the last <laughs> 10 years is ridiculous. He's only 24. Uh, mate, Europa League. Uh, we have Villarreal. We have Man United in the final. Arsenal, um, Awful. Yeah, awful. Like there's, I was just trying to find a nice word. No, nah, there is um, no nice word for the way they've been playing. That's we, we made them look good. The only game they've looked good was against us, and that's because we didn't turn up. It's as simple as that. Um, I, actually Arte- watched, I actually watched the game, the Villarreal game, and, and they they just didn't, didn't create much at all. They they, they kept playing. They, played, they, they used their wingers quite well. Their ball in the box was poor. They didn't have any targets in the box. Um, it, it, it's, it'd be like... You know, it'd be like playing with wingers and and trying to bomb crosses into, you know, Dwight Gale, Michael Owen in his time. Well, mind you, Michael Owen wasn't too bad in the air. Yeah, he was all right. Um, it, it just didn't make sense to me. And Villarreal with um, Emery, absolute 
king of Europa. <laughs> Unai Emery, how good is yeah. he? Um, undisputed king. But um, it would have been nice to have a North English final for both. It would have been, but we can't be greedy. We've got 75% of the uh, the participants in the final. But I think Arsenal need a massive rebuild. Um, I was talking to you know, a good friend of the show, the Kit Mando, the other day, big Arsenal fan. He was frustrated as hell. Um, yeah, if it was up to him, he'd probably cash in on any sellable assets they do have. Um, which could include Joe Willock. Who knows? We'll chat about him a bit later. But um, I think I think Arteta might be in a bit of trouble because Arsenal are the mid-table. Arsenal can't be mid-table. I think they'll give him another year. I think it'll be they'll, they'll use um, Man United as, as an example with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and how he's. I wouldn't say he's turned United around, but actually going on United, that you know the other team in the final. This is the first time for me that they've given a manager time and they've backed them since Sir Alex Ferguson. Moyes spat out, Van Gaal was spat out, Mourinho was spat out. Solskjaer was probably close to being sped out. They're, now they're second behind Man City, which is probably an achievement in itself. Um, they're into the Europa League final, which is a huge achievement. They're going to play Villarreal. They're, I dare say they're, they'll be handsome favourites. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I think that it kind of proves if you give a manager time, you know, they can do well, but I guess you've got to, got to see glimpses. I guess Solskjaer showed glimpses early on in his um, United career. There's still a lot of technical vulnerability with Man United. They've fallen behind in, I think, 10 or 11 games this season in the Premier League. They've come back and won quite a few games, admittedly, but you can't keep giving up a lead and expecting to come back each time. It just it doesn't work. No, even with the firepower they've got, mate, with Greenwood and Rashford and Cavani. And, um, Cav- Cavani has been a hell of a sign. And, and he's, yeah, he's been he's been very shrewd. And, and even those young English players surrounding them. And he, He's done quite well, mate. Who wins the Europa League? Man United. Score? Uh, 3-1. Ooh. There's, there's always goals in the Europa League final. I generally... I'm, going, I'm going 2-0 United. Um, Premier League, we, Man City uh, blew a chance to win the title at home in front of no fans. Yep. So they could win it um, next week away in front of no fans. So I don't think it matters where they win it. <laughs> Doesn't really uh, matter. No, not at all. But the, I guess the big talking points for me was um, we, we, or a couple of your talking points. Um, we touched on it before with Chelsea. Um, Tuchel has the rule over City at the moment. He does. He's got the wool over him. He's got... Um... They're playing with a lot of confidence now, Chelsea. I mean, I don't know what happened in that West Brom game when they lost 5-2. That's an aberration. But since then, he's fixed their defence up because under Frank Lampard, Chelsea couldn't defend to save their lives. Uh, N'Golo Kante looks rejuvenated. He's a cross between Makaleli, Dunga, Patrick Vieira. Cattuso. Everyone. Yeah, David Batty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, Jack Colback, Ginger Pillow. Oh, the Ginger um, Pillow. <laughs> Jack Colback and Bauer. But not only that, but as we touch base, um, you know, Kai Havertz is coming into form. Um, Tim Averna, who's he's doing quite well, obviously hasn't lived up to your expectations at the moment, or nope. as suggested in episode one, <laughs> season one. Um, they, he seems to be getting. I wouldn't say the best out of these players, but he seems to be getting, he's squeezing them for a little bit more. He's proven he's a world-class manager. Uh, it, it's as simple as that. You know, there's a lot of talk saying Chelsea need a, need a striker. You know, they'd be perfect with a, a Lukaku, you know, up front or, or someone to bang the goals in. They've got Giroud. They've got, Werner will be better second season. I have no doubt about it. And he's had a good season. 
just not by the expectation, the lofty standards that I had set in the um, early on, yeah, the prediction episode. But that's that's fine. It, you know, good players take time to settle in. They don't always hit the ground running. No, and, you, you do need a little bit of patience. And I think Tammy Abraham is unfortunately going to leave Chelsea, um, which I think is best for his career because it has stagnated this season. Um, Tamori is at AC Milan. I know they'd like to keep him. He scored overnight, I think, in a big win against Juventus. We'll touch on on a bit later. We will. Um, Mason Mount has been an absolute star. He's been incredible. He's, he's, for me, he's almost the first name on, or besides second name on that Chelsea Chelsea sheet. Who's first, Kante? Oh, easy. <laughs> he's, his name's on there before Tuchel's named as manager. That's true. That's <laughs> true. It but is. no, you're, you're right. Um, Mason Mount is almost a cert to start for England, I think, in the Euros. Yep. Um, massive, Southgate's a massive fan of his. and He just does have all the, all the little things right. What's um, your, what's your um, England starting 11? Are we doing a Euro preview episode in a few weeks? Why would I give that up now? Oh, geez. I'm just trying to create mate, a segue here, mate. Trying to mate, create a segue. Oh, mate, no. Like, all right. All right. Uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to move on. Mate, Newcastle, what a win. Um, Callum Wilson will be in the squad. Is that where you're going with it? No. He, okay. be, he plays for Newcastle. <laughs> uh, mate, 4 2 over Leicester. We went 4 0 up, um, conceded two late goals. Is it Newcastle's form? Let's talk about Newcastle's form. We were. Almost, I wouldn't say odds on favourites to go down, but there were a lot of pundits and even ourselves crapping ourselves. <laughs> um, so of us going down and, and you know playing Fulham at Fulham on the last day in front of some fans in London. Um, is Newcastle's recent form down to A, Steve Bruce, B, Jones, C, Dubravka, St. Maximum and Wilson? See, yep, agreed, hundred percent. You know, we we've played for a lot of the season without Wilson. Oh, and I should I should I should add in um, Joe Willock there as well. Yeah, Joe Willock, absolutely. Yeah. You know, we played a lot of the season with the intent of soaking up pressure and hitting teams on the counter attack. We forgot about the counter attack, so we would just sit on the back foot for ninety minutes yep. against Leicester. We were clinical. We we you know, incisive balls around the outside, you know, St. Maximin, Wilson running in the channels, Willock running in the channels, pressing high on the pitch. You know, that's how Willock scored his goal. You know, Soyuncu had his boots on the wrong feet that day. I think, oh, sorry. I think it's a whole lot easier though when you have St. Maximin in your team, you have Almiron in your team, you have Callum Wilson in your team, you have Joe Willock who's a boxed out and out box-to-box midfielder and you have pace and you have energy, you can play that style away. The problem that Steve Bruce has, he sets his team up in exactly the same way with different personnel. Yeah, there's no tactical. He's got no, no tactical now. No, no, he, no, he doesn't he'll, have any. He'll play Matt Ritchie where ASM is playing, but Ritchie's on a treadmill. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah it or doesn't work. Yeah, no. 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 So it, it's it, it's uh, the tactics that Rafa used. I mean, Bruce hasn't really changed anything except the shape, but there's the whole philosophy remains the same. Soak up the pressure, play on the counter-attack. And, you know, it's frustrating to watch because, you know, we grew up with attacking Newcastle teams. Mm. And it's sort of, it was in the DNA for a long time, but that's just been squeezed out of us. But we, we got results lately, so we can't really complain. You know, we almost mathematically safe by the time people listen to this tomorrow morning Fulham might not have won they might already be down but yeah so, next ba- season. so ba- that they need a miracle they need to win all their games and hope we lose all their games which be honest, we- it's Burnley who are in more trouble than we are yeah this is your which we can do though yeah. um quite easily because we can go from diamonds to rocks in a heartbeat 
We can. That's true. Um, Burnley are in trouble. So, look, just, just to paint a little picture, Burnley are on 36 points. Um, Fulham are on 27. They're still nine points with 12 to play for those two teams. And they play each other tomorrow morning. So Yeah, that's huge. So, Fulham get a win. Six-pointer. Yep. Um, otherwise, it's, it is it is curtains. But still a big shot just for Fulham to get out. If there's West- any Burnley fans out there, the last time I said that Burnley would struggle and then they end up winning 4-0. So tomorrow, Burnley will definitely struggle. And Burnley will lose 3-0. Better not. (laughs) um, um, Spurs, I have a really good client of mine and and he listened to a couple of episodes at the start. He was very hurt that that we suggested um, Spurs would finish about 6th to 7th. Now looking at the table, Spurs are in 7th place. Um, They can fall to 8th. They could also go as you know as high as fifth. Um, beating by Leeds three one, Mourinho leaving or sack get sacking Mourinho and he's off to Roma. Um, where does Spurs go from here? I don't see. I don't see them sticking with their caretaker manager, obviously for various reasons. Um, what surprises me is that obviously we spoke about this last one with Spurs. Thought about, thought they would generate a lot of money from this European Super League and they could get rid of Mourinho and, and allow someone to come in. Mourinho turned Harry Kane and Son into probably the most dynamic duo in the Premier League. It's no arguments from me. They're That's absolutely it. phenomenal together. At the start of the season, I think Kane had about 10 goals, 10 assists after about six games or something. It was something it was ridiculous. He, he, had, he, he had five, six or six last year in the whole season. Yeah, and he had that. He got that in a couple of games. It was one game I think he set four up for some. Yeah, or something ridiculous like that. So the um, the the rumours are that the two main names in line for the Spurs job are Graham Potter and Scott Parker. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, right. I mean, Scott Parker's next player, so I, I sort of get that. Graham Potter's done a decent job at Brighton, but I wouldn't say yeah, but- it's it's a step down. It's a massive step down. A huge so step down, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, Spurs, they'll do the most Spursy thing. They'll finish seventh and they'll go in the new Europa Conference League, the league that no one wants to be in. Yeah. Very the, third, the third tier. It's just, I, I, Spurs are such a, I, I've got a couple of mates who are Spurs fans and they're just pulling the hair out. It's, they've yeah. got to be a frustrating team. Harry, Harry Kane, 21 goals, 13 assists this yeah. season. Fantastic. And Sun, probably very similar as well. Yep. Yeah, some wouldn't be wouldn't be too far off, but uh, yeah, mate, I agree. I think um, they're not names that would flatter any any probably any Premier League side, to be honest. If you're a, a top player in Germany, Italy, or Spain, you, you want to play for a big manager. Yep, you know that's the allure of it. Yep. If Daniel Levy goes, come to Spurs, come play under Graham Potter. It's like mm, who? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's not setting the world on fire. And then, you know, the Leeds chairman will go, come play under Marcelo Bielsa. Well, that's a name that I know. That's a name that I respect. So you can't discount how much influence a manager can have. We had it with Rafa Benitez. Yep. You know, it's the the power of the name. It's it's all branding. So Sun has uh, 17 goals and 10 assists. So, yeah, pretty similar. Yep. So not too bad. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Pretty... um, Pretty shrewd, but um, it'd be interesting to see. Sun did score overnight, but they did lose three one. Yeah, it's crazy. Leeds Leeds looked really good. Leeds, Leeds look and they do look good. Leeds have looked um, probably better in patches than they than you know than they're not. Um, 
maybe interesting to see what happens to Leeds next year with with Bielsa being on one a one year rolling contract. So, let's see if let's see if they can keep a hold of Rafinha because uh, the the vultures are circling him and Ilan Medlier in goal has been really good as well. Um, while we're on Spurs, the bookies' favourite to take over, Simone and Zaghi. Ooh, I mean it's a bit more exotic than um, Graham it's Potter. Only, it's only exotic because it's an Italian name. Well, exactly. I mean, mm. it's better mate, than um, Graham Potter. Potter, French. <laughs> uh, mate, Leicester um, and West Ham imploding. Both of them. Uh, West, yep. Ham. West Ham had a huge opportunity to go fourth and they are just falling, they're, they're falling away. Um, another loss overnight. Um, obviously lost to us. They lost to Everton 1-0. It's, it, it's a tight race for that Champions League. You know, City 80, um, United 70, Chelsea 64, Leicester 63, West Ham. It, it's going to be hard for them to get back in there. Um, Liverpool do have a game in hand that puts them to 60. And they're going to try in the last three to, to chase Leicester down, but it, it'd be interesting. Um, the problem Leicester have is look at their final three fixtures. It's it's a it's a devil's row. Like it's they've got Man United. Yeah, they've got Man United uh, away, Chelsea away, and yeah. Tottenham at home. And they've got the FA Cup final in there as well against Chelsea. Yeah. So yeah. they they've they really needed to beat us. Liverpool have United. Yeah, which the, is the rescheduled game. Yep. Yeah, the rescheduled three games. Away. Then they have Burnley, Liverpool, and then they have Crystal Palace. So there's a big chance Liverpool do get out of a bit of trouble there and make the Champions League. Yeah, get out of jail free card. I think Liverpool will probably do it, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree there. I think Leicester, Leicester probably needs to win. Leicester needs to pick up four points from their last nine. Uh, it's possible. Yeah. Um, I mean that game against Chelsea is huge. Second last game, uh, I just I, I don't see it. If they play, if they they need Johnny Evans back, they looked absolutely lost at the back. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean they had um, Timothy Castagna playing as one of the three centre backs. Didn't work. Soyuncu no. was awful. Mm. Um, yeah, it was it was a very poor performance. They offered very little going forward. They had a lot of chances. Dubravka made a lot of good saves, but at, at no stage did I really feel overly threatened um we always look threatening on the counter every time we attacked we look like scoring yeah they were scrambling they were scrambling um maybe we, we touched a, b- a little bit on joe willick but it's just a benefit of players going out alone probably the two main one two main players we got jesse lingard who couldn't get a look in at united setting the world on fire and probably booked his ticket to, to the euros with west ham and joe willick um not getting much game time and arsenal frozen out there come to um come to us um, and he's done well. He scored a couple of, couple of goals off the bench. He scored four and four. Last player to score um, in four or more games was Papi Sisse. Ended up with six in a row, I think. Yep. yep. So, um, it's the rule is you can only loan one player from that club um, and two from the Premier League in total. I feel like that rule needs to be tweaked a little bit just to open up to allow these players to develop, get game time and actually showcase their talent and, and be who they are. Otherwise they're going to be stuck in that squad or shipped off to the championship where the quality of football is not as good. So they can't shine or can't show their abilities as well. There's a lot of players on the fringes of Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal that could use a, a loan move. Like, you look at Joe Willock is the prime example. Couldn't get a look in at Arsenal. If he was in the Arsenal squad right now in this form, he walks straight into their first team. Yep. They need a box-to-box player like a Joe Willock. I look at Conor Gallagher, you know, from West Brom, uh, who's got dreams of playing for Chelsea next season back at his parent club. 
I don't know if he's quite at that level, but he's been linked to Leeds, us, I think Aston Villa as well. He's done really well at West Brom this season. You know, he's he's not a player that's going to set the world on fire, but it's regular games. That's what and you it's, need. It's games in the Premier League as well. It's against exactly. better opponents, under pressure, faster faster movement, you know, clinical passing, um, more a high-pressure game. The championship is a great league, but it's not going to prepare these guys for the Premier League. Very few players, and and they do, they do they do actually come good, but very few players can actually make that jump from the championship to the Premier League and excel straight away. I think the, the most recent one that I can think of was maybe Tammy Abraham um, did really well in the championship, um, and then you know did well at Chelsea first yeah. season, and then sort of got frozen out this year. Uh, but someone like Rian Brewster, you know, did really well last season out on loan, went to Sheffield United, 20 million pounds, absolutely nothing. flopped. Yep. Absolutely nothing. Patrick Bamford is the story of persistence. Mm, class. You know, he played yeah. in the Premier League quite a few times. You know, he was at Crystal Palace, you know, he was Chelsea, at Middlesbrough. Chelsea, Middlesbrough, dropped down division with Leeds, you know, came back up and absolutely killing it. And he's on the, the fact that he's in the conversation to be in the Euro squad. He won't be there, but he's in the conversation. Mm. That's testament to his character and the management of Bielsa as well. He's got some great goals, Bamford. Absolutely. Le- Leeds have played some cracking football. I mean, there's a bit of tactical naivety against the big teams away from home. They've copped some pretty big, pretty big beatings. Yeah, but they've, they've also they've done also, really well at home yeah, against the big teams. Turned some head, beating City, beating Spurs, um, which is good, mate. Um, uh, the Hall of Fame, EPL Hall of Fame's out. Um, very, yeah. very, very worthy to um, initial inductees. Yeah, probably two of the best strikers the Premier League's ever seen with um, the Australian striker, Terry Henry. Terry Henry, yep. Terry Henry uh, with Diddy on the and, um, and our mate, Alan. Alan, big Al. Yeah, it's hard to argue um, with those two. Uh, I, I mean, they've listed the, the nominees, you know, the next set. Um, I'm not sure how many they're going to choose to be there, but it's a phenomenal list. They've left some cracking players off. One person they've left off the list that I'd like to see inducted is Sir Alex Ferguson. Why does the Hall of Fame need to be players only? Yeah, true. Managers. Why not managers? So yeah. I think they've missed a, missed a bit of a trick there because if right, anyone well, deserves what, to be. What managers make that list for you? Name me four, four Premier League managers. I probably can't name four. I think there's really only Wenger, Ferguson. Yep. Um, all right, four. We've got Guardiola, Mourinho. Yep, probably about right. So the first, your first one through the door is Sir Alex. Your second one's Wenger, and your Wenger. third one, third one's probably Mourinho until Guardiola wins the. Yeah, I'll go Guardiola then Mourinho. Mm, Mourinho, Mourinho's had a few bad seasons. Guardiola hasn't really. He's also won a trophy at every club, and I dare say they could have won if they kept him at Spurs. Who knows? But he hasn't won a trophy at every club though, because he didn't win at Spurs. No, true. Well done, Daniel Levy. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he, did that on, he did that on purpose. 100% he did. So let's have a look at the nominees. So I'll rattle off some names and you tell me, pick two players. So we've got Eric Cantona. Is it a yes or a no? Well, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. No. Tony Adams. No. Matt Letizia. Careful. Can I say maybe? <laughs> you can say no. It's fine, mate. No. Ian Wright. No. Peter Schmeichel. Yes. Roy Keane. Yes. Les Ferdinand. No. Sol Campbell. No. Andy Cole. Yes. Robbie Fowler. Yes. Paul Scholes. Yes. David Beckham. Yes. Frank Lampard. 
Yes. Rio Ferdinand. Yes. Dennis Bergkamp. Yes. Patrick Vieira. Yes. Michael Owen. Shit, yes. There's a lot of yeses now. There is, yeah. Stephen Gerrard. Yes. John Terry. No. Ooh, okay. Ashley Cole. Sleep with his mate's wife. Yeah, fair call. Uh, Ashley Cole, yes. Best left back England's ever had. Correct. Didier Drogba. No, because Bergkamp's ahead of Didier for me. Okay. Van Persie. No, because Bergkamp's ahead of Van Persie. Vidic. No, because Adams is ahead of Vidic and so is uh, Terry and I said no to them. Okay. It's pretty good players in that list though. Yeah, it's bloody good. It's the, the, the whole thing's Hall of Fame. And they've left some pretty good players off there as well. So yeah, that's crazy. Mate, that's crazy. La Liga, this is insane. Um, we have Atletico on top, my team. We have Real sitting very, very closely behind. And then we have um, Barcelona. It's incredibly close. Um, Sevilla, very unlucky not to get a win. So own, close. Own goal. Um, very late, I think, 93rd minute. Um, Atletico Madrid, 77 points. Real Madrid, 75 Barcelona 75 and Sevilla still not out of it with 71. The thing is, it's on head to head, so not on goal difference. Real Madrid will actually win the league if they end up at equal matches. Excuse me, matches remaining. Levante for Barcelona next week. Atleti, um, Atletic play Real Real Sociedad at home, which is great. And Granada um, have, or uh, well, I guess, at home to Real Madrid. Then we have Athletic Billy Balbo um, <laughs> with Real Madrid. They've been causing some upsets at um, uh, Athletic Bilbao. Um, and Madrid, Atletico play Osasuna, Barcelona, Celta Vigo. Then the last game of the season it's going to come down to. Barcelona away to Elba, Real Madrid at home to Villarreal, who I dare say probably won't put too much into that with Europa League coming up. So that's going to be interesting game. And then um, Atletico Madrid are away to Ronaldo's team. Real Valladolid. Valladolid. Who needs Valladolid. They need to win. They need to win to avoid relegation. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting. Who wins? Real. Atletico Madrid. They're going to win three. Their next three games at one nil each. One. Yes, that'll be typical Atletico. But um, I just I can see Zinedine Zidane pulling it out. Um, I don't think they deserve to, but it'd just be such a Real Madrid thing to do mm-hmm. to win. Uh, I don't see Barca winning it. I can't see that. Um, I don't like it. But if if you do fancy Sevilla to win, they are paying two hundred and seventy six dollars to win the league. What was that? Sevilla. How much? Two hundred and seventy six dollars. Oh, chuck a tenner on it. There you go. Why not? Easy, easy money, mate. Um, but it's good though. It's good to see the the Spanish league so close. I guess like Sevilla, because I tip it. It's good to see three or four teams in in with a shot. It's fantastic. And like the Prem, Premier League last year, Liverpool ran away with it. City's run away with it this year. Nearly every league. Um, Bar France, Bar been. France, as yeah, Bar France as well. So we got France. Speaking of France, um, we'll touch on Italy in a moment. But France, it's, it's Lille or PSG. I, I don't like how in your notes you've written off Monaco. Like shit, they're still mathematically <laughs> to win the league. But um, PSG slipped up this morning. Lille um, are in the driver's seat. There's three games left. They're three points clear. Yeah, they need four points from the last three games to wrap up the title. Um, yeah. I'd love to see it. I just anyone but PSG. Uh, it'd be fantastic. Let's get the underdog. You know, the Burak Yilmaz, I think he's 36, 37, is leading the line for them. He scored a fair few goals this season. Mike Magnon in goal, uh, great French goalkeeper as well. They play a good 
good style of football. Uh, you know, PSG are always great to watch and everyone knows, you know, the attacking talents that they've got, but they haven't had a great season. Sorry, um, my bad. There's two games left. There's two games left. Two games left. So Monaco are done. Are they cooked? No, Monaco on 74 points. They're five points behind, so they can win. So they're cooked. <laughs> no, they can win. <laughs> All so, right, um, so Monaco play rounds. That doesn't really matter, I guess. So PSG are home to Rams. Lille are away to Angers, who are... Angers. Angers, they're angry. Angers. Like, like nice breast. Yeah, it was a great um, fixture last night. Juicy. Look, look, both of them have an easy run home. Yeah, so you'd, you'd back Lille to... Um, to hold on, surely. I'd, I'd feel so bad for them if they lost it, but they've got a really strong defense. I think they've got the best defense in the league. Yep. Um, they don't score as many as PSG, but I don't think anyone does. No, they've, they've um, conceded 22, mate. PSG's conceded 28 and scored 80. Um, mate, I'd love to see Ludo. I'd love to see a different team win it um, rather than the same team. Speaking about the same teams, um, Germany, nine in a row. I, I, I texted you the other day. I said, is Germany the new Scotland? Obviously you gave a really good point that there's more money in Germany, um, you know, um, to spread around various teams. Uh, whereas Scotland, they're, they're kind of the big two get it. Cause they're always in Europe. Correct. Um, touching on that. Kingsley Coman has won the last, he has not played a year of professional football and not finished first on the table. That's a stupid stat. I believe it? it's three or two to three titles at PSG, two titles at Juve, and the last five at um, at Bayern. And he's only twenty four or twenty five years old. So basically, if you sign Kingsley Coman, you're guaranteed to win the league. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't play much, so you could just sign him, sit him on the bench, and win the league. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mike Ashley, give him a call. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the Saudis will be giving him a call. Mate, that's in, that, that's a ridiculous stat. Um, there is. Ten, rumors there yeah. that- Lewandowski's on his way out. Where to? Uh, Man City, Chelsea. Uh, I can't see him go to Chelsea. Um, Can you see him replacing Aguero? I could. Yeah. The City, City need a striker. Yep. Uh, and Aguero hasn't found the net as often this season. Lewandowski scored probably 40 goals almost. At least. In the Bundesliga this season. So I could see it, you know, much like Man United signed Cavani, you know, experienced striker. It's great to have around, especially got young players. Um, it'll be a great signing. I just don't see him leaving just yet. And if he does leave, who does who replaces him at Bayern? Do they go Erling Holland? No, I don't think I don't think Holland does that. I don't think he goes to Bayern. I think he um he ends up in in England somewhere. Or do they go Dusan Vlavic, who's actually killing it this season? Fiorentina, um, linked with all the big boys. He now, could Andre, be on his way out. Andre Silva's on fire. He is. He was a bargain from. Milan, like three and a half million pounds yeah, or something abso- stupid like that. Absolutely on fire at the moment. They, they could, Bayern could pick anyone and they, they, they're they going to score. Yeah. I'd say Patson Ducker, um, who's been playing for RB Salzburg and killing it, but yeah. with a Red Bull, he'll be going to Leipzig eventually anyway. Yeah, I think so, mate. But that's interesting. Uh, mate, this Serie A's done a data said Inter are your winners. They've broken this streak of um, Juve. Um, Lukaku, I do have him one of my multis for leading goal scorer. Absolutely smashing the goals in. Um, it's quite interesting to see Lukaku, Ashley Young, um, Damian, yeah, Damian, um, Alexis Sanchez, yeah, Man United rejects, or Man United rejects winning the league and, and quite easily. Um, the big talking point for me is is Juve. They're, they're sitting in fifth place and they can be set on the Champions League. Does that mean Cristiano Ronaldo leaves? 
So Ronaldo's played every Champions League campaign since 2003, 2004, which is yeah. ridiculous. And he's scored in every one since 06, 07. You think Champions League, you think Ronaldo Messi. What's the Champions League without the two best players in the world? It, it, but it could happen. It could happen, you know. I, I can't... It's hard to fathom that Juventus can't make the Champions League, but it's very realistic because I think they're fifth in Syria. They're fifth in Syria. They did lose to my, um, to Milan 3-0 overnight. Look, At home as well. There's three games to go. They do... They're only... Look, they, they could finish... They could finish second. All right? Yes. But, that's the thing. They could finish second. However, let's just have a look. Interplay Roma. That doesn't really matter. So Juve, uh, Sassuolo, that's should win that. Um, it just depends what the other teams... Look, Juve play Inter in the second last game. Inter would still want to win that. 100% they will. They'll, um, they'll, they'll want to absolutely put a nail in the coffin. Yeah. So they've got... And they've got Bologna away. Um, it's a tough one. It's, so, it's really tight. And even Lazio are not out of the conversation there as well. They've got a game in hand. Yep, they go 67. Um, yeah, wow. It's interesting. I, I, I would kind of like to see Juve drop out, to be honest, and have a new, you know, Inter's back. Atalanta's been there for a while. AC Milan back in the Champions League, probably where they belong. Uh, Napoli, who have kind of done pretty well, but it'd be, um, be kind of cool to see Juve play in, play in Europa. I mean, it's good to see, you know, you've got the seven biggest clubs basically in Italy in the top seven positions, really. Like, yeah. I mean, Fiorentina are 13th. I mean, they're, they're a massive club. Yeah, Palmer as well, back in the day. Back in the day. Well, what a team that was. Great team. Dunham. Crespo, what a player. Yeah, incredible. Still. Mate, yeah. <laughs> love it. Mate, um, sp- we'll backtrack again. Speaking of France, um, Neymar's new contract, something like $650 million a week. <laughs> uh, close, uh, twenty-six million pounds a year. Jesus. So what's what's that in what's that in Aussie dollars, mate? Uh, twenty-six million is more than we have in our bank accounts right now. It's probably fifty, fifty million dollars a year. I would do the currency converter right now for you. Oh, I've got. I'm on XE.com. Yeah. So so what's that? Twenty-five million. Twenty-five mil. Tw- twenty-six million pounds. Twenty-six. Twenty-six million pounds. All right. Yep. So we got here. We got British pound. Into, there we go. Into it's got Aussie dollars, not not Indian rupee. Nope, forty six and a half million. Forty six and a half million. So forty six and a half million. <laughs> sort this out. Sort this out. I'm gonna sort this out. So forty six, five, one, two, three. Oh, that's a lot of zeros. That's four million. Forty six and a half million divided by twelve. Forty six, five, one, two, three, five divided by twelve. He is on three million eight hundred seventy-five Australian dollars a month. Yeah, it's basically nine hundred thousand dollars a month a week. Sorry, nine hundred thousand dollars a week. That's ridiculous. It's decent coin. That's it's, ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 stupid. Is he worth it? Is any player worth that? He's on one hundred thirty thousand dollars a day. <laughs> Divided yeah. by 24, he's on $5,357 an hour. So he's made that much during the time we've been recording. Yeah, prick. <laughs> and, we, and he's probably and, asleep. <laughs> and we're doing this for free. Um, Sponsors reach out. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to skip ahead. I'm going to go to my On This Day. Yes. In football, which is probably one of the um, the best segments running around on football podcasts. Oh, I've heard. 
everyone on the streets talking about it. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I go down some really weird streets, but they're all talking about. Yeah, it. I was yeah, John Carver. John Carver. I, John Carver Reserve yeah, in Rydal. Carver Reserve. Yep. Yeah. Um, interesting. So we got here. I got one here. It's on this day. What was it? it's the tenth of May? My mum's birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, Cassia, tomorrow. Yeah, so 1995, a lob, 40 yards out, on the right-hand side touchline, former Naeem. Yes, there you go. Former yeah. Tottenham player, Naeem, beat David Seaman in the last minute of extra time and gave Rio Zaragoza a 20, uh, 21 nil victory. <laughs> a 2-1 two, a, a nil victory over the holders' arsenal in the final of the European Cup Winners' Cup, played at the Parc des Princes in Paris. I remember that so vividly. I, was, I remember I, watching it. I can hear, yeah, you can obviously right there. You've, you've named it right it's before. Right boom. Before out of that. 40-yard lob is either going to be that or David Batty against Wimbledon. A few yeah. days after David Beckham scored from the halfway line. Or Ronaldinho's... Um, no, no, no. I don't know what you're talking David, about, mate. David Seaman. <laughs> Could lob Seaman from 40 yards. That was yeah. the old joke, wasn't it? Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to give you an either or. So either or. Today, it's a pretty simple one. Sure, I'll make it complex. Make it complex. Yeah, you probably yeah. will make it complex. Yeah. Um, who would you rather be as a manager? Would you rather be Pep now? All right, or would you rather be Sir Bobby Robson at Barcelona? And say why, and give your valid reasons, and take <laughs> take emotion out of it. Take emotion out of it. Yeah, I'd rather be Pep now. Yeah, thank you. Only because your answer would have been Bobby with um Ronaldo. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, 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 with Mourinho by my side. Yeah, but no, uh, definitely Pep now. Um, look, look at the resources he's got available uh, at his squad. You know, football now is a lot different to football thirty years ago, mm-hmm. twenty-five years ago when Bobby was at Barcelona. You know, I'd love to see Ronaldo, the real one, not this fake Portuguese one that's going around. Uh, the real Ronaldo. I'd love to see him now and how he would flourish. He'd probably lose a lot of goals because of VAR because he did, you know, dabble with the offside trap mm, a fair bit. It's too quick. But you know what's really good, speaking about the real Ronaldo, is that, you know, like on Facebook, this, you know, football things pop up and nearly every fan thinks they know what they're on about, not like we do. Yeah, um, and, um, <laughs> and they always comment, oh, this player is better, this player is shit. Every single comment when a Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, video pops up or, you know, comment, they say he was the greatest, would have been the greatest without his injuries, was the best strike of all time. It's, it's phenomenal how his legacy is still carried on today. You're real recognizes real. It's talent. It's people. He was a freak. You know, he's called El Phenomeno. You know, El Phenomena. You're the Portuguese one. What was he oh. called? El Phenomeno. Okay. Oh, 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 male, a female. Okay, there you go. Dropping just some like, knowledge on Just me. like when you said thank you in um in <laughs> a Japanese obrigado obrigado uh, in a Japanese accent in a Brazilian restaurant. Um, not my finest moment. No, not your hilarious finest. though. It yeah. was it was quite funny. Um, mate, speaking of goats, which is pretty cool. We're gonna um, I keep skipping ahead of our notes here. You had a couple but, of goats um, at your house the other day. I did actually a couple of sheep in, in our nineteen person party. Um, do they do they count? Sheep? Probably not. Anyway, I don't think so. I don't think so. They spoke a fair bit. Hope not. Otherwise, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, we, so, Luke and I are going to try and spit out a few more episodes a week. Uh, obviously, our staple one, which we're trying to get weekly. Um, 
we're going to spit out some a goat episode or goat episode. So we, we're going to run through our. It's hard to say the goat of all time. There'll be probably we're going to pick about five, what or five potential Hall of Famers of our goats in each position. Um, and we're just going to go goalkeepers, defenders. We're not going to go left back, right back, centre back. We're just going to go goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, strikers, uh, managers. Um, and then we're going to have our overall goat winner. Um, with that, we're only going to make special mention to, or not special mention, we're going to speak about the players that we grew up watching. So right. we're pretty much going to start from the early 90s all the way through to present day. So there'll be will, no Pelé, there'll be no, no, there'll best, be no, no Pushkas. No, we'll no. be making special mention to these guys. Um, you know, Gorincha, who's rated better than Pelé at the time. Um, we'll make special mentions, but they're not going to be brought up in the conversation. So if you have any um, any players that you want to put forward that you want to take in consideration, we'll bring them up on our list. Um, we will make special mention to yourself as well. Um, Absolutely. Which should be cool, but yeah, we're looking forward to that. So we're going to try and spit out two a week, which should be pretty cool. I'm excited, looking forward to it. We've been talking about it for a while, so it's going to be nice to get into it. And I think we're going to do in order. So we'll start with the goalkeepers first, then we'll go defence, midfield, striker, you know, managers, and then Pia Luigi Kalina will be the referee. Yeah, well, there's only one referee. Yeah, absolutely. Because Graham, be... Graham Pohl gave three yellow cards once. Sim- Siminovich or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph um, Siminovich versus Australia. Pierluigi Kalina was on the, the cover actually, of the game. He's actually Australian. Yeah, similar. Oh, no, he is. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah he was. He cover on a game. That's great. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Why would a referee be the cover star of a game? But that's mm. he was a massive superstar at the time, which was really weird. It's just huge influence. I think he just did everything right. He refed the game well. He was a people's person. Intimidating to, as hell as well with yeah, those but eyes. He, but he spoke to the players and demanded respect. He wasn't a Didn't argue with him. Yeah. Didn't argue yeah. with him. Which is pretty cool. Um, I'm not even going to put a bet on. I'm just going to go United 2-0 Europa League uh, and City uh, 2-0 Champions League. There's so your bets. You're backing a couple of 2-0s. Yep. Easy. Simple. You're, you reckon City going to score two against that Chelsea defence? Yep. One penalty. One nil and then a late goal because Chelsea are chasing the game. Exactly. One, one penalty and then um, De Bruyne is going to get one on the on the counter. Against his former club. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea have let some good players go, haven't they? A couple. Um, Salah, De Bruyne, Lukaku. Yeah, I was just about to say all those three. (laughs) They're a decent three. They're a decent three to let go. Just like us. Um, Armstrong, Ivan Tony. Yep. Combined 59 goals between the two of them in the championship. Sold for less than three million pounds. How about Joe Willock? Four Premier League goals. Joe Linton, two seasons, four Premier League goals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Let's, let's not get into a Joel Linton chat. We'll be here for another hour. He's uh, no, no Charles Romeo Obi. No, he never not. will be. He's not. All right, guys, that is an absolute wrap. Don't forget to follow us on, on the penalty spot, on Twitter, on the penalty spot, on Instagram. Um, share, love, like on Apple Podcasts, please. We are on Spotify still, but I pretty much just use Apple. Um, let's get the word out, get this growing, because one day we do want to get paid for it and not work anymore. Yes, please. That would be nice. be great. Appreciate it. Cool. Take care. And we'll be chatting soon with um stay tuned for our goat episode, probably be released maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Look forward to it. Much love. See ya. Bye.